This framework appears to be a weakening of the Fed's commitment to stable prices. Now, I know you believe this is transitory, but everything's transitory. Life is transitory. How long does inflation have to run above your target before the Fed decides maybe it's not so transitory? Well, um, first of all, the, the, the test that we've articulated, I think, clearly has been met now. Uh, you know, you're absolutely right. Inflation has run well above 2% for long enough that uh, if you look back a few years, inflation averages 2%. So I think I think we can say that that, that is taken. It was not the case going into this episode. It had been many years since we had inflation at 2%. Um, so I think the word transitory has different meanings to different people. To, to many, it carries a time, a sense of, uh, of short-lived we we tend to to, to, to ha- use it to mean that it, that it won't leave a permanent mark uh, in, the, in the form of higher inflation. I think it's it's probably a good time to retire that that uh, word and try to explain more clearly what we mean. Policymakers, in, including you, have maintained it is a question of reopening bottlenecks that were expected to be short-lived. Your successor at the Fed, Jerome Powell. Just this week, uh, as he was seated next to you, in fact, said that the word transitory is no longer an apt description for what is going on. Can this really be dismissed as a shock that will soon pass? I wouldn't. I'm ready to retire the word transitory. Um, I, I can agree that that hasn't been an apt description of what we're dealing with. On June 5th, 2020, right here in this weekly SD Bullion Market Update channel, we showed and backlinked for you in a video entitled The Bailout Blueprint for the 2020s, a document, a white paper, that was delivered during the August 2019 Jackson Hole Central Bankers Symposium, where BlackRock delivered a plan of action written by many former central bankers entitled Going Direct. A 16-page report will again backlink in the show notes here so you can go reread it. For all that has since then passed, it's apparently gone according to prior plan. This August 2019 report called for a major central bank policy coordination the next time we had a financial crisis. And only a month later, in September 2019, the overnight New York Fed repo fiasco kicked off, leading into this pandemic-driven fiat financial coup still underway with the Fiat Federal Reserve and U.S. Treasury, I would argue illegally, still melded, having used special purpose vehicles or SPVs to inject massive currency creation directly into hedge funds and the private real economy. And don't take our word for it either. Take the Fred Charts or John Titus, who runs a great YouTube channel called Best Evidence. He recently had a video entitled Meet the Fed's New BFF, where he constructed this chart using the St. Louis Federal Reserve's data That illustrates that the new infinite QE policies ongoing are way different than the former QE123 injections of 2009 and the 2010s. We'll leave a link to this video also in the show notes if you want to dive further. Suffice to say that the blue line and the red line going up in coordination are direct central bank policies to kick off a much larger secular inflation here in the USA and elsewhere around the world. I suppose likely that the central banks hope in doing so they can better devalue the record debts and hundreds of trillions in unfunded liability piles never saved for. The August 2019 Going Direct report called for helicopter money, which put central bank-created money directly in the hands of spenders, whether households, businesses, or the government, 
rather than relying on indirect injections or incentives such as lower interest rates, tax cuts, or public spending. It could all be explicitly financed by an increase in the stock of money, or the monetary basis you see climbing walls here. They highlight two key points on helicopter money that they're prescribing. First, the fiscal expansion it represents needs to coincide with a boost in the stock of money. Again, those walls you see climbing here in the red, blue, and black. This ensures that increases in interest rates are limited and that there's no crowding out of private investment. Second, it boosts the stock of money or the supply of fiat currency. This has to be permanent. Otherwise, the fiat currency might not be spent if the increase is expected to be reversed in the future. If these conditions are met and helicopter fiat currency is delivered in sufficient size, it will drive up inflation. In the long run, the growth of fiat currency supply drives inflation. Are we not fully clear now on what they're doing long term? This debt here is only a mere fraction of what the U.S. government nominally increasingly owes in the coming decades unfolding. And add up all the unsaved for federal entitlement programs like Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, pensions, etc. This all adds up to an unpayable sum in real value terms of approximately $200 trillion in net present values. So perhaps we invent a time machine, or instead we face the brutal facts that the Fiat Federal Reserve has set out to make massive secular inflation permanent policy, regardless of what deflationary downturns cometh our way. This going direct for inflation policy come hell or high water is not by accident. It is by premeditated design. And it is to become not merely a present, but a permanent feature of our collective futures ahead. Hello there, on behalf of SDBullion.com, this is James Anderson, and this is your SD Bullion Market Update. Before we go further, please smash the like button so other sound money stackers can also see this content. And be sure to subscribe to our SD Bullion channel so you can get our latest market coverages, and also a chance at winning incredible bullion giveaways like this one. What's better than winning a free tube of the new 2021 Type 2 Silver Eagle coins? How about winning 25 tubes? SD Boolean is at it again with the 2021 Silver Eagle Monster Box Sweepstakes. One lucky participant will become the proud new owner of 500 new Silver Eagle coins. We give you complete permission to freak out a bit here. Don't worry, we'll wait. Now that you have caught your breath and regained consciousness, head on over to sdboolean.com backslash sweepstakes for your chance to win. Click the link below to enter your chance at winning this 2021 SD Boolean Type 2 American Silver Eagle Coin Monster Box giveaway of 500 Silver Eagle Coins. Official sweepstakes rules can be found at www.sdboolean.com forward slash sweepstakes. Good luck to all of you who enter and for your chance to win. Another week of silver and gold spot price losses. As we are now reaching key technical support levels at the bottom ranges of recent support, the gold-silver ratio briefly this week passed 80, and the technical short-term price bears are out calling for both monetary metals spot prices to fall further this month to close the year 2021. We've seen multiple credible calls for gold possibly dipping further into the lower 1700s and possibly into the high 1600s before a major rally commences. On the other side, bearish calls for high teen spot prices in silver are being made, and considering how almost daily algorithmic spot price sell-offs have been typically at the open of the New York comics market, it would not shock me if we saw this, especially over the thinly traded holiday seasons. But then again, if we do see this, you can also get ready to see massive buying on the wholesale and retail physical bullion markets, 
not merely here in the USA, but elsewhere in the increasing bullion buying world like India, which we reported last week. Bullion product premiums will likely gap out to defend inventory levels and sustain businesses that supply the physical precious metals. And come what may, if this does occur, adding to one's position is the appropriate response for the full fiat currency era gold, it still looks like, will eventually make a new stair-stepping, much higher price climb by gapping up walls as it has done in the past. I make a similar suggestion with silver, though it will be more volatile, that we take the long view, having $30 an ounce and then eventually $50 an ounce in our long-term targets. As for the stock market, while I have suggested the Fiat Federal Reserve sees propping up the stock market as a national security issue for median boomers who did not save enough for their retirements and often own stocks, I also suggest that this is now the exact opposite of an asymmetric bet. The risk to the downside appears way larger than further performance to the upside. And to be fair to the stock market bulls out there, this is a logarithmic chart of the last 100 years of time in the S&P 500, and there are three distinct time points where the stock market got this out of whack to the upside. 1929, the year 2000, and now post-pandemic 2020 bailout era. If you don't think a recession could come about in the next few years, good luck realizing those profits you may currently have on paper. With passive invested trading mechanics now dominating the U.S. stock market, sell-offs, like in early 2020, they tend to fall as fast or faster than the 1929 crash. If we measure the stock market by gold instead, we see that recent highs have been hit. But my long-term target on here is for a rollover slip sliding down and past the 2011 low of below 3 fourths an ounce of gold to buy the S&P 500, which is nominally around 4,500 at the moment. So you can probably do the math of what that means for the potential gold value escalations to come. Again, the target I have is conservative. With silver, the situation is even more ridiculous. This is the Dow Jones Industrial Average versus silver over the last 100 years. Now, it's not an apples to apples comparison, because if you know anything about the Dow Jones Industrial Average, you know that they kick out underperforming companies and many which become bankrupt all the time. But it now takes over 1,500 ounces of silver to buy one share of the Dow and look back at April 2011, that number got down to 263. So, conservative target I have for myself is 2011. We're going below that eventually. Of course, in late January 1980, there was a brief moment in time when a tube of 20 ounces of silver was equivalent in nominal fiat dollar values to the then Dow. The Dow is just below 35,000 right now. So you can do the math on where they may meet again. I'm merely suggesting that we take the long view here. For as frustrating and seemingly lawless and, of course, humiliating it has been to be a precious metal bull for over a decade running, the fundamental and central bank policy drivers are likely long-term to produce large swing trade value gains for those who take action in a long-term duration view. Just look back at the beginning childhood eras of the elderly citizens that we have in the United States. When the last time we blew out the U.S. dollar supply, or now fiat monetary base, by this much, it was during World War II and the inflation that resulted made the 1970s look like child's play. We're poised for much higher inflation ahead, and as I've illustrated to start this week's update, it is by premeditated, coordinated, bailout blueprint design. Take advantage of these spot price dips and acquire prudent bullion positions if you've not already. You don't want to be looking back in regret later on. That's all for this week. As always, all you out there, take great care of yourselves and those you love.
If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. To keep getting bullion-related news and industry insights, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Finally, hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content.